Blog Talk Radio. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymore, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. Elisaias. Now when Elias was fleeing from Jezebel, who swore an oath to kill him, he came to Mount Horeb and lived in a cave. And the word of the Lord came to him. What do you hear, Elias? They have destroyed your altars, slain your prophets. I alone am left, and they seek my life. Go, return to Damascus, and there anoint Hazael to be king over Syria, and anoint Jehu to be king over Israel. And Eliseus, the son of Saphat, you shall anoint to be prophet in your stead. And it shall come to pass, whosoever escapes the sword of Hazael, shall be slain by Jehu, and whosoever escapes the sword of Jehu shall be slain by Eliseus. And I will leave 7,000 men in Israel whose knees bowed not to Baal and whose mouths kiss not in worship of him. Eliseus, son of Saphat? I am. But who is it who walks across the plowed field to inquire my name? I am Elias. The prophet? I have come to put my mantle around your shoulders. Permit me, I beg of you, to kiss my father and my mother. 
And then I shall follow you. Go and return. For that which was my part, I have done to you. Then Elias turned and left the field. And Eliseus killed a yoke of oxen and boiled the flesh along with the plow. And he gave to the people to eat. Then he followed Elias and ministered to him. Now about this time, the king of Israel suffered a fall and was ill and was afraid for his life. Captain. Here, my lord. Take chariots at once. Go to Beelzebub, god of Acheron, and ask him whether I shall live or die. Elias, why do we loiter here? It will soon be dark. I wait for the messenger you see coming. Oh, get off the road. I'm on urgent business for my master. The king of Israel? Yes, so don't take any more of my time. Is there not a god in Israel that you go to consult with Beelzebub, the god of Acheron? How do you know this? My lord, I do that which my king commands. The Lord God of Israel commands me to tell you this, that you may return and say to your master, from the bed upon which you've gone up, you shall not come down But you will surely die. Captain, you did not make the trip so soon. No, my king. Why are you back? I met a man on the road. And after he spoke, there was no point in going on. Come, come. I told you to go direct to Beelzebub. Why have you disobeyed me? Well, this man, he, he must have been from God. For he knew my mission even before I spoke. Why have you disobeyed The me? man spoke in the name of the Lord and... Out with it. What did he say? That you would surely die, my Lord. What did this man look like? He was hairy and his loins were girded with leather. You say he knew your mission without asking. Will you be the judge, master. No sooner had I stopped and ordered him out of the way when he said, Is there not a God in Israel? That you go to consult Beelzebub, god of Acheron? It is Elias. He who kindled the altar on Mount Carmel and killed 450 prophets of Baal. Captain, take 50 men. Scour the country until you find him and bring him to me. Elias, look below. Soldiers of the king seeking me. We must... Oh, too late. They've seen us. Man of God! What do you want of me? The king commands you to come down. At once. If you refuse, we'll take you by force. If I be a man of God, let fire come down and consume your men. Run! Run for your lives! And then he called down fire on us. In an instant, the trees were ablaze, and every last man was burned to a crisp. You will take another company of men and go after him. But, my lord, this... Do as I say. 
the second company was destroyed in the same manner. And the king sent a third company. But the captain went to Elias and fell to his knees before him. Man of God, despise not my life and the lives of your servants that are with me. Fire came down from heaven and consumed the first two companies. And now I beseech you to spare my life. Then an angel of the Lord spoke to Elias. And he rose and went down with the captain. And he entered the room where the king was asleep. Who is there? Who stands at the foot of my bed? Elias. Elias. You here. A hundred of my men dead. You dare come here. Gods. Gods. The men sent against me were destroyed. Not to satisfy my personal anger. But to punish the insult to God. And to show how vain are the efforts of men against God. And his servants whom he protects. Then you came here of your own will. Your captain begged for his life and the lives of his men. Then the angel of the Lord spoke and told me to fear not, but to go down with him. And the Lord sends this word to you. Tell me. Tell me quickly. This is the word. Because you have sent messengers to Beelzebub, God of Acheron, as if there were not a God in Israel of whom you might inquire the word. Therefore, you shall not come down from your bed, but you shall surely die. Ah! It was now the year 853 B.C. Elias and Eliseus were walking from Galgal to Jericho and on to the Jordan. And the sons of the prophets would come out to meet them. Drawing Eliseus aside, they would speak to him. Don't you know these things? The Lord will take your master. Any day now. I also know it. Hold your peace. Stay here, Eliseus. Because the Lord has sent me as far as the Jordan. As the Lord lives and the soul lives, I shall not leave you. Then we'll cross over, for there are fifty sons of the prophets who follow us. But the river is in flood and we can't... With this mantle, we'll cross. Elias folded his mantle and struck the waters, and they parted. Then they crossed over, and the sons of the prophets came to the river and were amazed, for they had not seen the waters part. Ask what you would have of me before I am taken away. I beg that in me may be a double portion of your spirit. You've asked a hard thing. Nevertheless... If you see me when I'm taken from you, you shall have what you ask. But if you don't see me, you shall not have it. But come, let us walk further into the desert. Elias, 
There seems to be a great ball of fire coming across the desert. It's a chariot of fire. It comes for me. Stand aside. No. No, it must not separate us. Elias. Elias! It is so bright, I am blinded. Where are you? I see, Elias. I see you, my father. My father. And the chariot of Israel. And the driver. You are taken away. But I see it. He stood and watched Elias ascend heavenward. And the chariot drawn by two fiery horses. And then he rent his garments. He picked up the mantle that had fallen from Elias and returned to the Jordan. On the opposite bank, the sons of the prophet stood and watched his coming. How will he cross? How will Look, he? he strikes the water. It's Elias' mantle. <laughs> He struck the waters, as did Elias, but they did not part. Oh, where now is the God of Elias? Strikes oh, again. Look, look, the waters part. Yes, the water, the waters part. Then Elias left the Jordan and went into Jericho where he turned the bitter waters into fresh. And then he moved on, working many miracles, and returned to Samaria. And when he passed by Sunam, a woman called to him. Please sit down and have some bread. I was saying to my husband only yesterday, I'm sure it is a holy man of God we see passing by each day, and tomorrow I am going to invite him in to eat bread. Thank you, good woman. At this time of the day... I am tired. This is a welcome rest. I told my husband that since we have a little room we're not using, we should fix it up with a cot and a table and a chair so that when you come this way, you could stop with us. I know you offer this because I am a servant of God, but I gladly accept. From time to time, I will use the room. sent your servant for me, Elisaeus. You have been very kind to us the many times we have come. What would you have me do for you? Why, why, I don't want anything for the little I've done. Have you any business with the king that you would like me to speak to him? Or with the general of the army? No. I dwell in the midst of my own people and I have nothing to do with kings and generals. You have no son. To my sorrow, no. And now we are too old. At this time, and in this same hour, if life accompany, you shall have a son. And the woman conceived, and brought forth a son, in the time, and at the same hour, that Eliseus had said... 
and this child grew and was in the habit of going into the field with the reapers. On a certain day, the child complained of a headache and his father sent him to his mother. By noon, the child died and she went to find Eliseus, who at this time was in Mount Carmel with a servant. Here comes the woman of Sunam. Man of God! Man of God! What is it, my child? What's wrong? My son. My son is dead. Servant, get my staff and go. And if any man meets you, do not salute him. If any man salutes you, do not answer. And when you come to the house, lay my staff on the face of the child. As the Lord lives and my soul lives, I'll not leave without you. Then let us go after the servant. I did as you told me. I put the staff on the child's face. My son. The child is not risen. Take me to him. And going in, he shut the door and prayed to the Lord. And he put his mouth upon the child's mouth and breathed into it. And after a time, the flesh grew warm and the child gasped seven times and opened his eyes. Call the woman. I am here. Take up your son. Oh. Now about this time, the king of Syria heard about Eliseus, and he wrote a letter to the king of Israel. When you shall receive this letter, know I have sent my servant Naaman to you, that you may cure him of his leprosy. What is this? Does he mock me? Let me explain. Am I a god to be able to give life? This man has sent to me to heal a man of his leprosy. My lord... I heard from a certain person that in Israel there was a prophet. And I asked the king of Syria to send me in the hope that I might be cured. There is no such prophet. You had best return. King of Israel, the prophet Eliseus sends me with the message. Give me the message. He says, let the man come to me and let him know there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his chariots and presents, and he stood at the door of the house of Eliseus, who sent a message to him. Eliseus, the prophet sends this message. Go and wash seven times in the Jordan, and you will be healed. I thought at least he could have come down to me and not send a messenger. I thought he would have come out and standing would have invoked the name of the Lord his God and touched with hand the place of the leprosy and healed me. But if you'll go to the Jordan... Are not the Abana and the far, far rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel that I could wash in them and be made clean? I may as well go back to Syria. Wait, Naaman. If the prophet had asked you to do some great thing, you surely would have done it. No price would be too great. Then isn't it better that he now says, wash... And you will be clean? Wash. Be clean. It couldn't be more simple. Nothing to lose. So I'll try it. 
Briseus, as you see, I'm clean of leprosy. In truth, I know there's no other God in all the earth, but only in Israel. I ask that you take a present of my gratitude. As the Lord lives before whom I stand, I will not take any. Oh, you must let me do something, I insist. No. As you will. But permit me this, to take from this place two mules' burden of earth. For I will not ever again offer holocaust or victim to other gods, but to the Lord. It is well. But entreat the Lord that when I go up with my master to the temple of Remon, and he leans on my hand, that should I bow with my master to Remon, I may be pardoned, for this is something that cannot be helped. You may go in peace. You do not bow to the idols, but kneel to accommodate your king. Men, get my chariot ready. We'll leave in an hour. Since Eliseus took nothing from this Naaman, and he had come loaded with gifts for him, the servant ran after the Syrian to take something for himself. I saw you running after us and halted my chariot. Is all well? All is well, my lord, but Eliseus sends me. Just after you left, there came down two sons of the prophets. My master asks that you give them each a talent of silver and two changes of garments. It is better that you take two talents for each. I'll have the money and clothing ready shortly, and I'll send two men back with it. I'll go on ahead of them and show them where they are to deliver it. Servant. Here. Here, Eliseus. Where have you been? Nowhere I've been about all day. Wasn't my heart present when the man came down from his chariot to greet you? But, Master, he came with all that money and goods to give to you. So now you have received money and garments to buy olive groves and vineyards and sheep and oxen. But surely a man has a right to a few possessions. And to buy men servants and maidservants. All these now you can have. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Master. But. The leprosy that was Naaman's shall also be yours, and it shall stick to you and your seed forever. In those days, the Lord began to be weary of Israel, and Hazael ravaged them from one end of the land to the other. Joas, king of Israel, to prevent an attack on Jerusalem, gave all the treasures of the temple. Then he turned to Eliseus but learned that the prophet was sick. He hastened to him. Oh, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel, its driver, bring me a bow and arrow. Here is mine. Put an arrow to the string. Now, I'll hold my hand over yours. Aim the arrow through the open window to the east. It is done. Draw the arrow to the limit. Now, shoot. The arrow of the Lord's deliverance. And the arrow of the deliverance from Syria. You shall strike the Syrians in Afek until you destroy them. May this soon come to pass, my lord. Take the arrows. Yes. Now, strike the arrows on the floor.
What does it all mean, Ellis says? If you had hit five or six or seven times, you would have smitten Syria to utter destruction. But as it stands, you shall strike them but three times. And Eliseus died, and they buried him. And the rovers from Moab came into the land the same year. Now some who were burying a man saw the rovers and cast the body into the sepulcher of Eliseus. And when it touched the bones of Eliseus, the man came to life, and he stood upon his feet. Thus the spirit of Elias was filled up in Eliseus, who in his life did great wonders, and in his death, wrought miracles. But for all this, the people did not repent, nor depart from their sins, till they were cast out of their land and were scattered through all the earth. And there was left but a small people and a prince in the house of David. listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony's Shrine, Graymore. Attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need. Please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore. Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen.